Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue in Simen Yud Aleph in the Geres HaKodesh, the 11th letter of the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, which is known as La Askil Chabina, to enlighten with understanding. And we're explaining that the most powerful enlightenment that a person could have is to fully understand and comprehend the inner dimension of pain, the inner dimension of suffering, which ultimately means to reframe pain, to reframe suffering, to see the truth of pain, the truth of suffering. Which, which demands that we go deep into not only pain, but into the purpose of this world. It demands us to have a panoramic view, vision, a panoramic view of the whole entire cosmos, of the whole entire purpose of creation. Which, as we explained, the Balatanya says that a person who complains about his pain, a person who is brought deep into a reactive state, that he's complaining about what he's going through, has misunderstood the purpose of life, because the purpose of life is Yishkun Oir Hashem, that the light of God should be dwelling within one's body. And the attachment that a person has to everything material is stopping a person from recognizing that purpose. All of his attachments, his desires, his hopes for becoming one day, for living life one day in the future, all of those things are an illusion. They stop a person from living today, from living now, from living this moment, from realizing that the purpose of life is to zone in right now and tap into the only moment you ever have, which is now. And to recognize that your life will never happen in the future. And when you fully realize that the only moment you ever have is now, you realize that what to do with that moment is to go deep into the moment, to come deeply present, deeply interactive with the moment. And if you become deeply interactive with the moment, then you are asking, what do I do at this moment? What's the purpose of this moment? And if this moment is the only moment that exists, then the purpose of my life is this moment. Then the energy, the vitality, the love, the life, the enormous infinity flows through this moment. So as we explained, like that lady in the Holocaust, that her brother, her brother lost his slippers or lost his shoes and the lady screamed at her brother. 
a painful experience happened. Whether it was a fight that a brother got into, or whether it was just the mere fact that he lost his slippers, and that triggered her into a negative way, and she criticized him and screamed at him about a petty thing that he did. But from that pain led to another form of pain, where the next day she found out that that was the last word she told her brother. Her brother was cremated. Her brother was killed in the Holocaust. And from that deep pain was a tremendous awakener. She vowed never to tell her another person anything if those would be the last words she would ever say. And therefore she lived with tremendous vitality. Every, every word that came out of her mouth was measured with love, with real light, with real life. And in every moment she saw death which caused her to see life. And when she saw life in front of her eyes, she chose life every moment. And so every single word she said was a word of building, was a word of tremendous energy, tremendous transformational energy. And this is essentially what Chazal said, return one day before you die, which means to live every single day as if it's your last day, because the truth is there is no such a thing as a tomorrow. Tomorrow is an illusion of the mind. And it's when you live life today, and you realize that today is the only thing you have, and it's the only thing that matters, the energy that you will put into what you do will see, be so transformational. And the average person lives life his whole entire life, that tomorrow is going to be a better day. And therefore everything is insignificant. Everything is monotonous. Everything is insignificant. Everything is full of pain. Full of anxiety because of a hope that one something is coming better. One moment in time is coming better that's going to set the person free. That's going to turn him into the perfect person. If he has jealousy today, tomorrow will be gone. If he has pain today, tomorrow will be gone. If a poor person comes to him today, tomorrow he will be more sensitive to the poor person. If his child comes to him today, tomorrow he will be a better father. But tomorrow never comes because what you are today is what you will be your whole entire life. But that woman experienced tremendous pain and it woke her up. And she lived positively. She lived with tremendous life, with tremendous energy every moment of her life. Which means that she lived with her soul. She lived with the life. She didn't live with the body of life. She didn't live with the reactivity of life, with the triggers in life. She lived with the soul of life, which the soul of life is the right side as we discussed. Love, happiness, joy, positivity. That's life. The left side, the sitra akhir, the left side is the body. The body is pain, the body is the cover-up, the body is restriction, the body is the container, the body is the covering, it's the makeup. If you come deep into the body, you go into deep into pain. You come deep into the body of death. It's being able to use the body to be able to have life. To be able to see everybody. And to be able to extract the life of every situation. To look at every container and infuse it with life. To look at every single thing and to see the life of it. And that's why we explained that the Lubavitcher Rebbe never said a negative word his whole entire life. 
Whenever he spoke, he never said the word bad, he said not good. When somebody said deadline, he crossed it out and he said due date. Every single thing, he stayed far away from the negative, from the left side. Everything was positive because that vitality, the energy, it might seem like it's an insignificant thing, but that's part of the problem, that it seems insignificant. Because enlightenment means to live with the right side, to live with life, to reject death, to use death for death, to use ending the ending of this moment to end all pain and suffering. You hear a person who says something critical, you hear a person, you hear humiliation, you see politics, you see propaganda, you see negativity, you see scandal, you see your spouse say something that you can't stand what your spouse just said. You can't believe it. they just said it. And you end it. You just never say another word about it again. You hear it and you end it. Just like you go to the bathroom, you end it. Nobody makes a big deal about that because that is life. To go to the bathroom is life, to excrete, to push away. You have sadness, you wake up in the morning, you have sadness. You end sadness, you push it away. Why do you have a part of you that pushes away things? You want to push away another person? You, want, you have a, an ego in you, you have a jealousy, you, want, you can't stand somebody? But you recognize that that is not the reason that you have this energy to push away. You, that's not what you're supposed to be doing with this with this evil inside of you. You have lust. You have a, a, a negative energy inside you. You use that to push away pain, to push away suffering, to push away anything negative, to push away. You have a thought that comes up in your mind, an improper thought. You're human. But what do you do now? Do you hold on to it? Do you indulge in it? Do you end it? Do you actually immediately end it? This is the tremendous lesson what the Balatani is teaching us. That it's to recognize that every single thing in life is made body and soul. Every single thing in this world is made body and soul. Because what the Alta Rebbe is hinting in over here in this parak is something very phenomenal, very, very magical, very, very transformational. Which is something we talked about in Simen Yud. Which if you remember in Simen Yud, we explained that the whole entire Torah was given, the whole entire Torah mitzvah was given bodies, bodies. Every single thing in this world is bodies. Because if the soul of anything would be revealed, it would be similar to Matan Torah, it would be similar to your chuppah. The energy is too powerful. The energy of your chuppah is too powerful. You can't live in your chuppah your whole life. You have to integrate that energy into a regular Monday, into a regular Tuesday, into a regular Wednesday. You have to take that love, that unconditional love that you vowed to give to your spouse. The unattached love, without them, that just the ability for you to be there for your spouse, to give your life for your spouse, and you have to integrate that every single moment of your life. Because the energy of the chuppah is the soul of my life, the soul of my marriage. But my life, the rest of my life will be the body Will I be able to bring the soul of my marriage, the meaning of my marriage, the one moment, the one blue. Remember we said about the tzitzes, the blue. The blue is the meaning, the blue is that color, that tiny little color, that tiny little infinity, that tiny little quality, the meaning of everything, the soul of everything. Can you touch the soul? Can you hold on to this infinity? 
Can you hold on to your thoughts? We discover all of these things with our mind. We're not discovering with our hands, even with our heart. We discover with our mind, because our mind is the most spiritual of our life, with our soul. But we can't hold on to these things. We can't touch thoughts. We can touch a table, because everything is broken up to body and soul. And if the soul would be revealed in this world, the world would cease to exist. So every single thing is bodies. We're relating the whole entire world, the whole entire day to bodies. Everything is bodies. And bodies restricting. Bodies covering up. You must meditate on this. Understand this and see this. See this as your life depends on it because your life truly depends on recognizing this. This will set you free from all of your problems. Because everything in life is cover-ups. Everything in life... Everything in life has a soul, has a meaning, has something beyond it, has some vitality beyond it, but the vitality is hidden. And your job in life is to discover the vitality, discover the godly spark in that thing, discover the meaning of, of that, discover the soul of that. But if the soul would be available to you, if the soul would be crystal clear to you, if the meaning of it would be so crystal clear, if God would be revealed in this moment fully, you would cease to exist. But the purpose of your life is less asar The purpose of your life is to discover God every moment of your life. Discover the infinity that's inside your soul. Discover the part of you that's part that's godly. And to have that discovery without eliminating your whole entire life. Where your personality, where your ego should be a vehicle for God. Where it should be a place where God dwells. Where soul of your, or the soul of your essence should flow through your mind and through your heart. Not that your heart should get clogged. Not that your mind should get clogged. But that you should see the energy in every single moment. And the body of life wants to keep everything dead. Wants to keep everything on the left side. Wants to keep everything monotonous. It wants to keep everything hidden. It wants to keep everything insignificant. And the soul wants to make everything significant. Everything infinite. Everything godly, everything miraculous. So you have a tremendous, tremendous paradox, opposites. The miracle of life, which is God, which is love, which is life, which is joy, which is being kind, being sensitive, seeing the essence of this moment. And then there's the left side of life, which is the death of life, the body of life, the cover-up. And your job is to make this magical interaction between both of them. That the right and left should work in unison. Which ultimately means that the left should support the right. The left should allow the right. The body should allow the soul to flow through it. The candle and the oil and the wax should allow the light to shine. Because the light, the fire, the vision cannot operate without the eye, without the candle, without the wax. The spiritual light, the spiritual light that I have in my eyes, if I have no eye, if saginor, if there's too much light, there's no vision. The, the beauty of vision is not there. You have the light, you have the consciousness, you have the soul. But if the, if the eye and the pupil and all the blood is not flowing properly, the miracle of sight will never happen. If you don't have the wax and the wick, and the candle, and if it's not united with the, with the light of the fire, if it's not united with them, then the miracle of light that the candle gives off will not exist at all. And if you look carefully at a candle, you will see the paradox all the time, every moment. 
Every second the flame wants to go up to its source and stop to exist. And the wax and the oil and the wick wants to pull down. And both of them are pulling in two different places. But that is the miracle of light. And that is the story of our life. The story of our life is to introduce light into our life. To be, have vitality at every moment. And over here the Balatanya explains something fascinating. That all the pain in life, all the suffering in life is from the left side. It's from the, from the body. Pain is the body. Pain, every single experience of pain that you go through is another form of a body. Now what is body? Body is restriction. So in a certain sense, if you could look at this with your mind's eye, you have your own pupil, you have your own eye. And your eye is your feminine, it's your physical, it's your form. And then there's the soul in your eye, which is your soul, which is the spirit, which is from your right side. And what's the purpose of your eye that's restricting the light? It restricts it, but allows you to see. It restricts the energy that's in your brain to go through your eye and then allows you to see. So all bodies are an opportunity. They're an opener, they're a portal, they're a doorway to discovering something spiritual. So says the Holy Balatanya over here, pain is the same way. Pain, any pain that a person goes through in life, is really the body. Because the body's covering up. And pain is covering up something. Pain is always an awakener, right? When you have, a, when you have pain, and you're, when you, if you don't feel pain, you will never know. If you're burning your hand and you didn't have pain, you will never wake up to the burn. And God forbid, you'll burn your whole body. So that pain says, stop, end it. So all pain is the body. It's the soul not being able to flow through the body. So pain really is an awakener. So if you, in, if you indulge pain and complain, you make more pain. You make more of a body. You separate the body of pain with the soul of pain. What's the soul of pain? The meaning of it. The meaning of pain is to wake you up to life, to wake you up to God, to wake you up. Physical pain is to wake you up not to get hurt. So your soul should flow through your body like we explained yesterday about a gym. You will go into the gym, you will work that pain to get better so your soul can flow through your body. That's unphysical. But spiritual pain, meaning any type of pain you go through in life is to wake you up to God, to, to, to accept it with joy. To see the meaning of it, to see the wake up, to see God calling to you. And if you see that, you transmute all the pain, you lift all the pain up. You, the pain has met its purpose. You have married the soul of the pain, which is the reason for the pain, the meaning of the pain, to the body of the pain, which is the body, the pain itself is the body. You understand that pain itself is the greatest metaphor for the body. Because what's the body? The body is the restriction. It's restricting your soul. And when you look at the body itself, you say, oh, this body is restricting. This body doesn't allow you to see God, but it's the body that allows God to flow through you. It's the, you, see, you look at the eye, you say, what's more important, the eye or the light, the soul that's in the eye, that's animating the eye? Of course, a dead eye can never see anything. And of course, the soul that's flowing through the eye, that's vitalizing the eye, without the eye can never see. So it's the miracle of sight with both of them coming together. In life, it's the same exact thing. Every form of pain. The pain is the body of everything. It's the cover-up of everything. But if you see the meaning of the pain, then you have married the soul of pain. 
to the body of pain. There's two names of God. There's one name which is Miracle Havaya. Miracle, which means beyond, which was revealed by Kiryas Yamsov, by Matan Toyota. And then there's Elikecha. Elikim means nature. The God is invested in nature. Nature is very painful because it's restricting God's life. You don't see God. So it's the ultimate pain. He says, how do you deal with this, with, with, with the pain in life? Elikecha means din, which means restriction. Viahafta, you must bring it back to the right side. You must love it. You must look for the meaning in it. And then you transmute it. Then you actually have re- redeemed the pain. You have brought out the meaning of the pain like we said about Yosef HaTzadik yesterday. That Yosef HaTzadik was Nishani Alekim Esam First he said, I forgot my pain. My pain made me a stronger person. Then he said, You made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. If I didn't go through all this pain, I would never be the man I am today. And Yosef Asher Machar to Says the Svasem is because you sold me. If you didn't sell me out, if you, if I didn't go through all that, if one drop of my life would have been different, I would have never experienced this. And this is the tremendous thing that we learned. The same exact thing we see with Nachemish Gamzu. That he came to the the Roman Emperor with a with a with a with a with a, with a, a basket full of diamonds, but the diamonds were stolen the night before, and they filled it up with sand. And he came to save the life of all the Jewish people because the Roman Emperor wanted to kill them all. And when the Roman emperor opened the box, he saw that it was sand. Nachemish Gamzu didn't realize. And Nachemish Gamzu said, Gamzu but this is also for the good. And the king wanted to kill him, but then Eliyonavi came and he said, no, 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 this sand is probably has nuclear energy. It's, 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 it's artillery. They would never make a fool out of you like that and bring you all this money, bring you a box full of, of sand. So that's how they're going to convince you not to kill the Jewish people. And they used it in the war, and they won the war. So the pain itself, they redeemed the pain itself. He said, this also is for the good. And he saw the purpose of the sand, which looked like a, a terrible thing. So it was the meaning of the pain that set the pain free. It was the meaning of the pain, the recognition of it, that transmuted it, that connected the body of the pain with the soul of pain. And the same exact thing with Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, they didn't let him into a town, and he had a candle, and he had a, 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 he had a, a, he had a bird. And the bird died, an animal killed the bird, and an animal killed the animal, and his light of his candle went out. And he said, Every bad thing that Hashem does, He does for a good reason. And sure enough, in the morning he woke up, he saw that had he got it in the, into the town, if one drop, anything would have been done, terrorists came at night, and they killed the whole entire town, and it saved his life. So, every bad thing that Hashem did, the tav of it was for a good reason. And it's the being highly vigilant in life, to be able to see the soul of everything, to see the meaning of it, the right side of it. That's how it says the Balatanya, you transmute the pain. If you recognize that you don't see all the brush strokes of the artist, like we said yesterday. And from this faith, you set all the pain free because you bring back the pain, the body of everything together with its soul. What's the meaning of this pain? How many people woke up their whole entire life because the, the end of their life, because of the meaning? Like that woman in the Holocaust, the painful awakener from saying something negative to her brother kept her in a state of vitality. 
So the Balatanya says, when you recognize that everything, even pain, is coming from the bliss of God, just that something that's incomprehensible, this emun alone, this seeing, this looking for it, this will set you free, because it will reframe the way you look at life, and realize that the purpose of life is every body, every pain, every single thing is for a gain, it's for a discovery of God, for you not to waste your life, you shouldn't have a petty life, you shouldn't be attached to your material desires, and it's those things alone. That if you discover them, that's the beginning of Yishkun Hashem. So the beginning of all pain is the attachment to all your physical material things. The beginning of all pain is your description of all the bodies. But if you could discover the meaning of pain, what's the meaning in my life? What is, what is, how does it wake me up? How does it connect me closer to God? Then you have set the pain free. Because you've taken the body, which is the pain itself, and you've connected it with the soul, which is the meaning of the pain which is the real reason, which is the brush strokes, which is the story beyond the story, the, the painting, that the entire Kalikenu, that the artist, that God is trying to draw, which ultimately speaking is the revelation of you and God. That you should discover the Ebeshter at this moment. And be highly vigilant to this moment, highly energetic to this moment. And when you're highly energetic to this moment, then, you be, then you, you, you're, you're experiencing Yishkun Hashem in your life. Mm-hmm.